On today's mini episode, I am letting you in on my version of what I think resilience means. It's a little bit different than you'd find in the dictionary, but I think it's pretty damn relevant. And I'm also telling you a couple tips to be able to start strong on Jan 1. All right, let's go. Ever found yourself teetering on the edge of throwing in the towel? You know, asking yourself questions like, is this supposed to be this hard? Or is it even possible to succeed at this entrepreneur thing? I completely get it because I built my successful businesses while juggling major health issues for my children and myself, debt piling up to my eyeballs and so much more. Want to know how the hell I succeeded and how you can too? Tune in to find out. Here we go. Hey there, entrepreneurs. So recently I was asked by an economic development group to write some opening remarks um, for their annual report because go figure their topic, their theme for this year, um, kudos to them because they didn't even know what was coming was resilience. So number one, thank you. Shout out to them for, for engaging with me and letting me write some really great remarks and just experience all that with you. Thank you. Um, but secondly, you know, when I start writing and I had to condense it down, it had to be, I think 250 words or less or something like that. So I wanted to make sure that I was, you know, hitting the mark with what I was talking about in resilience. And I, I gave it a lot of thought because I understood that I was speaking to small business owners and you know, that's kind of my forte right now and, and who I'm coaching. So I understand there's a lot of emotion. So first things first is I went to, I Googled it, right? Googled resilience because I wanted to make sure that, you know, I wanted to read the actual definition so that I understood how people see it nowadays. And I hadn't read it in a while. So I went back and the, the dictionary says it is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties, AKA toughness, or the ability of a substance or object to bounce back into shape, AKA elasticity. So, and I think those are, you know, they're all well and good and, you know, accurate, I guess, from a dictionary perspective, but you know, I, I think it kind of sells us all short from a resilience perspective, you know, and, and I'm going to read to you what I wrote in the opening remarks, and you'll understand why I think it's selling us a little bit short. So here it goes. It says, I want to remind you that when the world stopped and things shut down, business owners made a conscious decision to persevere and actively build their resilience muscles. They embraced the spectrum of emotions I'm going to put a little bit more emphasis on that. They embraced the spectrum of emotions that accompanied the pandemic and kept moving forward. I consider myself fortunate to bear witness to so many remarkable stories of reinvention and innovation. So when I'm really kind of mulling over in my head, how resilience should be a little bit more redefined or well-defined to, to speak to what a lot of us have been through in the last year, or just in general, because I feel like it's not about your toughness when you're going through something hard or your business is going through it about something hard. It's not necessarily just about your ability to bounce back or pivot 
um, which is, you know, the number one word that I think a lot of us could do without for the rest of 2020. Um, but I don't think it's, I think that kind of cheapens the definition when it comes to people. And when it comes to our ability to kind of step into what the full definition should be of resilience, more specifically, the line that I wrote around, you know, that you've embraced the spectrum of emotions that accompanied the pandemic and you kept moving forward. So recently I had a client that, you know, she just had a shitty weekend, you know, she, she was dealing with some personal stuff um, and she was by herself and she said to me, you know, I'm, I'm worried that maybe I need to go back to my therapist. I had an awful night. I was crying and there were so many emotions, you know, and, and I, it dawned on me as I was speaking to her and I was like, um, well, number one, 2020, like, I think we all need a good cry or scream or something. Cause there's been a lot thrown at us, but number two, I think sometimes we have an aversion to the tough shit we do and the hard emotions which is, you know, understandable because they can hurt. However, we should all know as leaders, as business owners, that it's part of the package. In order to be resilient, you need to embrace the spectrum of emotions that comes with adversity. And that could be a pandemic or that could be with laying, so that could be laying somebody off. That could be whatever that challenge is, personal or professional, because again, you are a whole human being. And sometimes the ability to compartmentalize personal and professional doesn't work so well, yeah, but we have to be able to step in to that big spectrum of emotions. So when you do that, my response to my client in that situation was, you know, maybe this is just a human reaction to something hard. Maybe it doesn't require a tweak in medication. And again, not a doctor. So see one, if you think that is the case, um, maybe it doesn't require a tweak in medication. Maybe it doesn't require a huge fire drill. Maybe it requires you to sit with your stuff for five minutes, because if you've ever been through an intense stressful situation, which I shouldn't even say if, because I think we've all been through one this year, you need to understand that if you don't deal with your stuff, if you don't acknowledge the spectrum of emotions and not just the toughness and not just the ability to power through and not just the, the happy ones, that that shit will come back to bite you. It will. It'll manifest somewhere in your body, in your life. It will come back. You know, and I'm not saying you need to dwell on things and you need to really, really, you know, dig deep into painful things, but I am saying that, you know, you have to you have to look at it all. So, and that brings me to kind of my, my top things that I'm telling clients right now in regards to getting into 2021. So I have a lot of folks who are myself included feeling overly stressed right now. Maybe it's the holiday season. Maybe it's Q4. Maybe it's just the end of a year from hell, whatever that may look like. However, I'm also hearing a lot of, you know, the finish strong, finish strong in 2020 from a business perspective, you know, hit your goals, nail those revenue goals, increase your bottom line. You've got 30 days left. Fine. I get it. And that's an admirable goal to have. And by no means am I saying, you know, take your foot off the gas. If you're, if you have a good amount of momentum in your business right now, and you have things that you want to accomplish. However, for me personally, I tend to, by this point in the year, 
you know, I have things going, I have certain goals that I, you know, I do want to meet, but I'm also realistic in the fact that there's only so much that I, as a person can handle. And if I haven't number one, gotten my dealt with my emotional crap <laughs> that has come up and those triggers that have been triggered over the year from my business and any growth or not growth that has happened from it, I know it's coming back. So part of that is to reflect back, reflect back, take the time now. It doesn't necessarily have to be on Jan one, like everyone does. I like to do it now before I get into the hustle and bustle of the holidays, um, sit down and give yourself some credit. Number one, you know, review all the things that you've been through this year, embrace the spectrum of emotions that comes along with that and congratulate yourself. Congratulate yourself for your failures. Congratulate yourself for your wins, whatever it may be, but acknowledge it all. Acknowledge it all and the fact that it has made you a more resilient and stronger entrepreneur. It might've sucked going through it, but it, there is always a lesson that comes out the other end. I know some of you may not want to hear that, but I just said it. So, and it's pretty true. Then number two on that as well. So you're going to review, you're going to embrace the spectrum of emotions that comes with that and, and try to deal with them to the best of your ability and give yourself some credit. But number two is I hear a lot of finish strong, but sometimes what I've seen in folks is they are so focused on the finish strong that they forget that there is a start strong on Jan one. You know, so I want to encourage you to, you know, you can push through to try to hit your goals for the end of the year. Fine. But in doing so, do not jeopardize your ability to start strong on Jan one. Okay. Again, as we talk about a lot on this show, this is a marathon, not a sprint. So if you burn yourself out, which a lot of us are running close to that burnout level right now, anyway, just given the current circumstances that we've been dealt this year. But if you don't take the time to recharge, if you don't take the time to, again, embrace the spectrum of emotions, and you don't take the time just to clean your stuff up so that you can start strong. And when I say clean your stuff up, that means, you know, deal with your emotions, but also things like your books, right? Like close your stuff out, do somewhat of a closure routine on your business to get yourself ready. So you are not only finishing strong, but you are also starting strong. Okay. We are at... Um, what is today? November 19th. Holidays are coming. People are going to go heads down into the holiday season because it's a weird one and people are seeking joy. You know, I want to encourage you as entrepreneurs, CEOs of your companies to be doing something similar. You don't need to negate, you know, finishing strong, but you do need to prepare to start strong as well. And if that means slowing down a bit for some reflection, and for some cleanup, then so be it. But again, full circle, guys, you know, the, the year that you've all been through, you know, I think just saying the ability to bounce back cheapens the term resilience. And I think that you need to give yourself a lot more credit so that you can acknowledge that stuff and then start to kick ass right out the gate on Jan 1. Okay. That's what I have for today. If you want to continue this conversation, jump in my surviving entrepreneurship community on Facebook or find me my website. If you're interested in a free coaching session or booking me as a speaker is createhonesty.com. And you can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Those are all at create honesty handles. Um, except LinkedIn, I think is my personal one. So you can just search me there too. 
And as always, if you love this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, download, rate, and review, and, you know, tell a friend because who couldn't use a little more resilience in their life. See you later.